In the town of Severir, Marin and her companions have found shelter in the home of a young ranching family. But in the small villages of the pine woods, help rarely comes for free. And especially not for one of Marin's reputation. What will Marin find as she enters the woods in search of buzzing shadows? Welcome back to Blood Gold. So Diana, when we last left off, Marin and Sir Ellen and Crea were heading into the farmhouse of a man named Burren in the town of Severir. Mm -hmm. You did write his name down? I did not. I I was so ready. I was like, Peth, because I have Peth written down. I don't remember who Peth is. Peth is the the tavern owner. Okay. Um, But then under that, I have speckled bee spotted in woods. Mm -hmm. And then under that, I have staying with farmer. My notes are appropriate for this session. Congratulations, Diana. Gold star. Gold star. (laughs) That's Uh, it. That's uh, that's speckled bee spotted in woods, staying with farmer. We can go in. (laughs) No one needs more information. There is no more information. Yeah. I mean, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Um, I think there's some more information. Byrne and his family uh, set you up with a small little um, guest room, uh, if you could even call it that. It had a small cot, um, and um, I-, I think it's partially being used for storage, but he mostly moved He like moved some stuff out, uh, Byrne and his family, uh, and set up this cot so that you could sleep in the cot and the kobolds could sleep on the floor which they are, are are pretty comfortable with doing. And you went to sleep. Presumably. Presumably, unless there's something that you wanted to do. No, we slept. What? I slept. There was a bed. The kobolds 100% slept on the floor. They were not getting the cot. I got the cot. Um, but I was nice, and I gave them pillow. I assumed there would be just the one. You gave them the only pillow? I gave them the only pillow. I'm used to sleeping on the floor. Okay. I I, th- I feel like Burren probably got pillows for everybody and blankets. That's like there just kind. wasn't caught things. That was nice. It's like Burn. a nice quilt that Burren and right. uh, his wife Icky gave. Well, that's very nice of them. So I guess I keep the pillow, just the one. <laughs> so you don't have to be selfless anymore. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I'm 100% sleeping on the cot. And I'm taking it like, this is shelter. This is dry. This is warm. I'm taking advantage of it. I'm sleeping the night. All right, so I'm going to ask you to do a couple rolls for me. Absolutely. Uh, the first is I want you to give me a 1d10 roll. Show this one. Six. Okay. And the second thing is I would like you to roll for your condition for the morning. All right. I absolutely remember how to do this. I don't need a refresher. It's my strength plus my spirit, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. What a what a strange... You're looking at me like you were going to tell me, but obviously I knew it. I didn't know it. I couldn't have told you. There's so many distinct roles in this game. <laughs> it's so hard. I had to find it on the character sheet. I found it on the character sheet. I made us these little uh, like zine-sized booklets with all of the most pertinent rules, and I'm 
pretty proud of them because I think they're pretty well done. They are very well done, but there are multiple pages. I like, know. I have to flip <laughs> to find the thing that I need. There's a lot of information going on in Ryutama. Yeah, there is. Well, Diana, that is terrible. Rule the five. What can I use wonder points that's for not, again? That's not terrible. Well, it's not a ten. Well, it, no, but yeah, 10 gets you a bonus because 10 is special. Yeah, but I want a 10. Uh, you can spend two wonder points to increase your condition by one. But I had to have announced that before I rolled it, right? No, no. Just, oh, it, I'm it, doing that now then. Condition is six now. Come at me, bro. Okay, you don't know that, but I actually think you, that was a really good call. <laughs> it's always a good call to increase your condition. Like, that's never a, that's never a bad call. In fact, I have another two wonder points. I'm going to increase it again. Now, I wasn't going to, but now it's a seven. Well, that's you're using up a lot of wonder points. I am terrible at using my wonder points, so I might as well use them now. I, I think still... this is the first time you've used the wonder points that you've accrued over the course of the I, last couple I, sessions. I used them once before. Okay. Only because I know that I had more than four since the start of the game. I still don't know what my fumble points are for. I even wrote plus one to next roll, and I'm still like, I don't know when I'm going to use that. I'm going to forget about it. And so, that one's built into the game. Yes. We don't have to go into fumble points now. Let's continue with the plot. I'm just saying, Diana's terrible at point management. Okay. You wake up feeling, well, do you want to describe how you're feeling uh, with, a, at a, with a five? If 10 is, you're feeling great. I you're bumped feeling like, a seven, sir. Oh, you're right. You bumped it up to seven. With my wonder points. So suck it. I woke up feeling seven. So what's a seven? If 10 gets you bonus, so like nine is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Right, but ten is bonus. Mm-hmm. So seven is. Oh, it's a pretty good morning. I woke up pretty okay. I woke up pretty okay. Like it's a strange bed, so I didn't. Fun fact about human brains: when you sleep in a new place, you sleep terribly because your brain is on alert because it's a new place, right? Mm-hmm. So my brain did a little bit of that, but it was still a very restful night of sleep. So even though. I feel really, re- I feel refreshed. I feel relaxed. I feel like I got a really good night's sleep. I know that I didn't sleep as deeply as I would have if I'd been sleeping at home. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So like my, I don't have, I mean, you'll, I guess you'll tell me, but I don't have any body aches. I'm not like, I don't have like a crick in my neck. I'm in a pretty okay mood. I just didn't sleep as deeply as I would were I at home. Yeah. That's, uh, that, yeah, that sounds good. And I think you, you kind of slowly come to. And you come to to the sound of kind of whispering. That would immediately wake me up. So whispering inside of my room or whispering outside of my room? Whispering inside of your room. All right, then I'm fine. Wait, hold on. Voices that I've heard before? Okay, it doesn't matter. Yes, I hear I hear, have... I hear whispering. Yeah. My eyes spring open and I turn to the side. I don't I don't bolt out of bed yet, mm-hmm. but my eyes spring open and I turn my head to the side to see if it's the kobold was cold bolts coal bolts kobolds mm-hmm. how many l's are in that word one L. at the end kobold yes kobolds are whispering yes uh it is not um oh good i spring out of bed <laughs> no, i am awake no. and up <laughs> doesn't matter who it is if it's not the kobolds i am up i am alert it is uh burns two little daughters uh hickton and anil how little is little? I forget. They're like uh, seven and nine. So old enough to know to not be in a stranger's room. Yes. Uh, but they are 
standing in front of Akreya, who appears to be, who is sitting upright and appears to be trying to meditate or relax herself. And the two girls are, are like leaning over in front of Akreya and like, I don't know. What do you, what do you think it's doing? What is she, what's she doing? Touch her. Poke her. No, I don't want to poke her. You poke her. No, no, you, you poke her. They have not noticed you have woken up yet. Okay. I see these two girls being mischievous and whispering. Clearly, Okraya can hear them. Mm-hmm. She's like right in front of them. What are they wearing? Are they wearing night shirts, dresses? Yeah, I think they're wearing like uh, pajamas. Okay. Big, like, big Some, night Something shirt. that has some sort of neck to it. Yes. Okay. So I go, I walk up behind them and I yank on their necks. Just enough to like startle them, not mm. enough to choke them. Yeah. Uh, they scream very loudly and run out of the room. Appropriate. Mm. Uh, and I think Sorel like flails really wildly. Her arms and legs are just like kicking out in the air and she's like, oh no, wait, hold on, grab that. And she grabs her sword and she's like, stands up. And she's, like, looking around, and the room's already empty. Hold on there. Go back to sleep. You missed the action. Actually, don't go back to sleep. Get ready. We got stuff to do today. Akreya opens one eye, and she's like, thank you. And she closes her eye again. And, uh... I'm just, like, make, like, a horse noise. (laughs) And you get ready for the day. Uh, So when you exit the room, uh, you can smell breakfast coming from the kitchen. And Burren uh, already told you that there would be breakfast for you in the morning. And out in the kitchen, there is, like, uh, basically plates of, like, omelets uh, kind of set up around this, this kitchen table. And the two girls are looking very sheepishly at the table, and they refuse to look up and, and make eye contact with you as you enter the kitchen. I find that funny. But uh, Burren and Icky are are there as well. And uh, Burren, I think, stands up and goes, how'd you sleep? Can I get you some coffee? I would love some coffee. I slept fine. And then I'm not offering anything. Shoot, I should have written this down. Does this character drink coffee? Because that was, like, quintessential to Sal. But I can't remember if this character drinks coffee. Oh, I don't remember either. She lived on the road. She would drink whatever hot beverage you give her, I think. I don't know if she needs coffee to wake up. Like sounded, mm-hmm. but she'll drink whatever you give her. That's how I, that's what it is now. If it was something else, that is what it is now. Okay. So she'll drink whatever you give her. So she's like, I would love some coffee. Slept fine. Uh, and he, he pours you a cup and he, he hands it in front of you with the with the omelets. And the two kobolds haven't come out yet with mm-hmm. you. They're they're still kind of getting ready. And I think Burren goes, uh, so you never told me um, why you're traveling with a pair of kobolds in the first place what's that all about that's i mean pardon me for asking but a wyvern slayer traveling with kobolds you you got a wyvern slaying assignment or what's going on you don't see that very often you're right you don't see that very often you know what else you don't see very often two little girls in a bedroom staring at a kobold you don't see that very often and Vern looks at his two girls and they are like beat red in the face. I chuckle. I want to break the tension, but I'm not answering his question. <laughs> I, like, I give like a little chuckle. Like obviously I, I'm not mad at them about this. I think Vern goes, 
Sorry about that, Marin. I will talk to my girls about respecting people's privacy. And they both kind of just bristle. Nothing wrong with a little curiosity. Just a just a fun sight to see in the morning. Did did you agree to hunt the the speckled bee or did he just tell you about it? Let's I assume that I did because I did not write that in my notes and so I don't remember. Okay. Guys, one day my notes will help. This is not that day. <laughs> But one day. I mean, we also have it on record. Yeah. We just don't, aren't going to, you know, go gonna listen go to it again. No. So uh, he, he asks, he goes, um, I think just by staying in his house, I've accepted that I'm going to do this. Uh, that's fair. Like, it would be rude for me to be like, eh, by the way, no. Thanks for the food and the sleeping. Goodbye. Yeah. That would be rude. So. So Burns says, uh, do you need anything before you head out? Or do you know? Um, I'm just going to need last time you saw it. Um, you already told me about when it showed up last time you saw it, where you saw it, that mm-hmm. whole deal. He, uh, as I'm munching on some, not toast, you said omelets, um, as I'm munching on some omelets. He, he nods, he says, uh, yeah, I, well, last saw it in the woods outside the farm. Um, it was pretty far distance off and flying further into the woods, but, uh, it's come up almost all the way up to my fence before. So I figure it's got to have its hive so, or its burrow somewhere in the north of the woods. It wouldn't have a hybrid. It's a solo. Yeah, it's a sol- solitary bee. So he, uh, it should have a burrow. Okay. If you can find its burrow, you're welcome to keep as much of the honey as you can carry. Um, but otherwise, I just want it dead. It's too dangerous around my girls and around the livestock. Understood. What else does she do? I think she just seeds in silence. I don't think she cares enough. Yeah. I'm trying to decide how I do this. All right. So I think I eat in silence. And then I say something to the effect of my kobolds will be down. And then we'll be on our way to get this done. Something to that effect. Um, And then I head back upstairs and I get fully dressed. Because I just put on, like, my clothes. So I'm going to put on my poncho with all my stuff. And I'm starting to take inventory. And when I go up there, I say, you have two minutes to eat and meet me in the stables. I don't care. <laughs> meet me in the stables. Um, and then I head over to Osmer. All right. I'm not taking Osmer, to be clear. Okay. I was Yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, I'm not going to take Osmer. I'm just heading over to Osmer. All right. Yeah, as you're doing that, they run, the kobolds run down. And I think they literally, like, grab the omelets off the plates. And I think Craig goes... Thank you. And then they just run out the door yeah. to follow. And yeah, Osmer's out there. He seems fine. Um, obviously not as happy as he was in the warm, deluxe. yeah, in the deluxe stables. Yeah. But uh, he's fine. He, he kind of <clears throat> harumps as he sees you walking in. Good. He should always be cranky. Never trust anybody. I am going to take only some of my inventory. So I'm going to take my weapon, Ovs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to take both weapons. I'm going to take the hand axe. I'm going to take the monk's spade. I forgot you had a hand axe. Yeah, I don't use it very often. That's like strapped to a belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got my vest, which does not do much. I only have the barrel or a wooden chest. Do you have Ooh. a backpack or anything? No. You could probably buy one in town. I probably could, but what I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to collect the honey. 
and like bring it with me or like bring the the bee or something like burn might even be able to have some stuff to sell you the tent that i have for myself that's big enough for one person did we settle on that it's a tarp or is it a proper tent uh i think it was a big tarp taking my tarp because i can wrap it up i can wrap the bee in it if i need to wrap the bee in it i feel like tarps are useful you never know when you need a tarp and I need jars. <laughs> I have no jars. But I don't want to be carrying around a bunch of jars. Fuck it. I'm going to kill this thing first and then I'll go back for the honey. I'll buy jars later and come back for the honey. Um, well, because I just, I had an idea of what I wanted to do. But you have to have things in this game before you, you can't just magically have things. You can't just like magically have jars. That's not how this game works. That's true. I never looked at my inventory in Dungeon World. I never knew what I had because I knew that I could make do. I could just make do and make it up and no one would call me out on it and it would be fine. And I can't do that in this game. Nope. Trying to play by the rules and it's hard. Weapons. I have weapons and my vest. My rope. Wait, Diana, bring your rope. I'm bringing my rope. To be clear, I'm sure Burren has jars he's a farmer yeah i'm sure he does i was just going to bring the honey back as a thank you but now i'm going to come back tell him i killed it and say hey let's all go and get honey oh okay and that's just what i'll do i was, I was gonna get him some honey because it's like good honey it, it's really good honey yeah i was gonna get him some honey but now i'm gonna make him do the work of getting his own honey <laughs> okay you don't want to get the honey yourself? You don't want to, like, take it? I'm also going... We're... All of us are... You're not paying attention. <laughs> all of us, once I kill this thing, are all going to go uh, collect okay. some honey. But what I wanted to do was come back and be like, hey, here's some honey. I killed it. Goodbye. I see. But now, I got to tell them where the source is. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> okay. Let's do this. Let's murder a bee. Let us murder a bee. That is like a really socially irresponsible thing right now. Yeah, don't kill bees. I guess not social. Natural? Environmental? Environmental is the word I was looking for. It's a really environmentally irresponsible thing. Don't murder bees. Yeah, don't kill bees. Unless it is a seven-foot solitary giant bee. Yeah. Then murder bees. Well, actually, did you know that solitary bees are the only ones that are um, native to North America? Honeybees were brought over. I did know that because of ologies. Mm, I'm listening to ologies. I'm so smart. Zach told me about ologies. Ologies is really good. Ologies is really good, but that's not here nor there. It's neither here nor there. So it is a, uh, it's a nice day. Um, maybe a little overcast. The, the smell of the pine forest is strong. And uh, I think as you are preparing to leave, Burren has gone out and he started to let his his livestock out of their pens and, and roam the fields. Now, I think the question is, do we start with a travel check or do we start with a tracking check? Tracking, I would think. You think so? I think so, because I feel like I'm, because I'm not traveling, I'm tracking. I'm not traveling to travel. I'm That's traveling to track. true. I guess you, you're probably not even going to make a track, traveling check. No, uh, because I have animal tracking. That is a, that's a skill I have. Yeah. I so, forgot I had that. So yeah, I guess you probably won't even make it. Well, I roll. I roll though. I have a yes, roll. Yes, yes, you do have a roll. So why don't you roll that? All right. So I'm finding a monster location, and I get plus one damage to monster. I don't know what that means, so I don't know what I have to score to get that bonus. Oh wait. I rolled. I know, but you have to find their their prince and spore. 
I have a location. He gave me some info. That's true. That's true. That's true. Also, let me have it. <laughs> I rolled really well. What did you roll? I rolled a 13. My possible was 13. I, my possible was a 14. I oh. was one point away from getting like a, like a critical hit. Oh, you were. I'm sorry that you that, didn't No, get that's the okay. Crit. I just scored really well, though. I don't, I don't roll very well ever, so I need to take this. You're not making me re-roll that. <laughs> uh, I get plus one damage to that monster. Yes, you do. Hello, and welcome back to Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I am your husband's and GM, Zach. I am your wife and player, Diana. And this is episode nine of the Blood Gold campaign. How are you, my darling? I am doing about as well as one in my position can and should be doing. <laughs> it's been very rainy mm-hmm. and rainy weather coupled with just the shittiest of shitty wi- weeks makes for... A grumpy sourpuss. Oh, yeah. A, mm-hmm. a, I, I am not a grumpy sourpuss. I was going to do that voice back, and I, and I was like, no, that would murder our <laughs> listeners. Um, yeah, it's been a rough, it's been a very rough week, uh, culminating in us recording a whole bunch of stuff yesterday mm-hmm. and then discovering that we lost it all. And that's after the episode was already late due to us moving. And having some family issues and stuff happening. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Yeah. That's, yep. Mm-hmm. But Ooh, now, boy. now you don't have to listen to us talk about uh, Keanu Reeves for... for like a, a unexpectedly long amount of time. We got sidetracked during our last, like, mid-recording. That was just... We talked a lot about Keanu Reeves, and it was... Um, you know, honestly, it's better that it got lost. Maybe. It might be. Though I stand by watching uh, all of the John Wicks. I stand by that. And you guys didn't hear my impassioned plea for you all to listen to the John Wicks. Except that now you are. So listen to the John Wicks. Listen, listen to the John watch, Wicks? Watch the John Wicks. They're not a podcast. They are, in fact, movies. I would listen to a John Wick audio drama or audiobook. I feel like you would lose something, though. I mean, there's definitely a, a, a choreography to the John Wick series that mm. you couldn't quite capture in written or spoken form. Yes. There's also like a... John Wick also doesn't really talk much. Look. It's a look. Oh. You would just... You would get descriptions of John Wick murdered this person <laughs> in this capacity. It just wouldn't be... It doesn't quite catch as well as... If you were there. I don't know. Some good combat description could really up my uh, up my GMing game, I think. So I might need to... Basically, this all came about because we were talking about characterizing Marin and re-watching Red and watching John Wick. Because John Wick is pretty close to... He doesn't quite have the age thing going on as like what we're going for with Marin. Right. But he definitely has the, you know, got out the game, got back in the game sort of vibe he does that's about where the comparison ends though if you're like i've never heard of red but i have seen john wick they're similar they're not they're not that similar they're not similar no um but watch john wick watch red y'all it's easily available we all stream don't pretend you don't what who doesn't stream i don't know some people probably don't stream who pretends they don't know okay (laughs) 
we can't we can't have another tangent so we apologize that this episode is coming to you late thank you so much for your patience and for bearing with us and for everything but yeah blood gold it's a series that we're in the middle of yeah i don't know i have i don't think i have anything else to say other than um i'm having fun with rayutama i have some questions about rayutama we'll talk maybe in the future about how to improve rayutama sure (laughs) i'm just very worried about whether or not i have enough water because that's the thing i have to worry about now it's true i've never worried about it and i'll be honest i'm worrying about it only a little i'm sure i have already messed it up but i'm not worried about it we'll keep an eye on it at this moment we'll check it out well Except that I don't want you to. <laughs> you don't want me to do because, an audit of your yeah, character Yeah, because sheet. if you do, I'm going to lose like 50% of my water and all of my HP. And I'm just not interested in that. So don't do that, please. I'm pretty sure you're fine. I think you're keeping track of everything well. We'll see about that. Yeah. Ryutama is an interesting game. I, we played, um, I played a home game of Ryutama. And I'm, I'm continuing to kind of wrap my head around it. And it's interesting and it's fun. It puts a lot of emphasis on combat, but I'm questioning how well it actually does combat, or if it's a me problem. But you're gonna, y'all, y'all are gonna find out more about that in the future. Yeah, let us know if it's us fucking it up. Please let me know if I'm <laughs> fucking it up. But uh, I think that's enough of that for now. Yeah, Marin is out in the woods in search of. Uh, let's get back to it. Great rewards, and we will get back to that. Yeah. Let's go exploring. So uh, you and Akreya and Sorel enter the forest. And um, both of them are kind of following closely behind you. And they asked you a little bit about what this thing was uh, last night. But I think um, Akreya goes... um, so so what is this thing that we are looking for? It's a speckled bee, Akraya. And we are doing this because... We got food and a warm bed. It just feels like we're being distracted from our main goal to risk so, our lives. So you would have preferred sleeping on the street last night? We slept in the forest the night before. Yeah. Why wouldn't you sleep in a bed? Also... We're doing a kind thing for the world. And also, honey, we need, we're going to need to buy supplies later on, Okraya. We need some sort of income for that. I just... This is, this is Wilderness Living 101. Make some money. Yeah, come on, Akraya. This is advent- This is adventure, right? We need to learn how to survive out in the, the real world now. Wrong. No. No? I mean, this is not an adventure. Oh, but it's how we're going to slay a monster. Okay, yeah. But it's a job. So it's an adventure. And then she just walks away. (laughs) (laughs) She, she, She tried to have a conversation with them. And in her mind, she's like, they're idiots. They have no idea what they're doing. Why am I even bothering with this conversation? And then just starts walking. So, uh, yeah, and as y'all are going deeper and deeper into the forest, I think Akraya speaks up again, and she goes, so what are we looking for? A very large bee. I I understand. What are we looking for to find the bee? Broken leaves where its wings would be 
uh, giant holes in trees from where it maybe stung the tree or carcasses of animals that were stung by this very large bee. Perhaps we're listening for the fluttering of wings. There are many things that we are looking for, Akraya. If any of it says, maybe a large bee did this, then you're on the right track. (laughs) I'm trying to think of what... So for animal tracking, you follow an animal's prints or spore, which I'm pretty sure is poop, right? Did we we Google this? I think what I'm following are... I like the idea of like bent that's what i thought that's what i think i'm following is like just like what clearly is large wing debris Mm -hmm. i'm also wondering so if it produces honey it must collect pollen Mm -hmm. so one thing that marin might be looking for would be flowers i don't know that i'd be looking for flowers because i haven't seen any yet I think if I came up across a big field or if I knew that there was, mm-hmm. like, a tulip farmer, then I'd be like, oh, I'm going to head that way. But because I don't know any of that, I'm looking for evidence of the actual animal, yeah. not what the animal eats. So I think what you find are these – do pine trees flower? Pine trees have to flower, right? I think they just Don't have, all no. plants flower? No, I don't think so. No, they have, um, they have cones. They have pine cones. Yeah. But there's nothing to Ooh. say that there's not a flower, like a, a field of flowers in the middle of this. I think you can, I think as Marin is like making her way through, you see both like the disturbance of the bee, of all of these, there's like a trail of trees where like the pine cones have been like just totally decimated. Like they're all just scattered around the floor and the tree is almost like completely bare. Um, And there's, like, there's branches are broken and there's uh, twigs have been, like, bent in the wrong way. But but I imagine that it's just, like, a a band of that. Like, closer Mm -hmm. to where we are on the ground, there's actually still some greenery and stuff. There's just, like, this band of barren wasteland. I don't think it... I know. But that's... I feel like that's how you figure out that it's wings instead of just, like, a tree drought. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you can see this kind of up in the canopy a little bit where just they've been stripped of pine cones and the needles have just been kind of like messed up. Uh, and the forest floor is like thick with pine cones and needles where it's been disturbed. Oh, it must smell amazing. Yeah, right? And you follow that. Uh, do you, what do you do as you're, as you're following this trail? I'm also listening. So every time Akraya tries to talk at this point, I like shut her up. Because I'm trying here for wings, but I'm trying mm. to distinguish those wings from giant eagle pterodactyl wings. I don't know what is what are natural animals here, but I know there's like dinosaurs, which is inappropriate at all times. Um, <laughs> so I'm trying to distinguish giant bee wings from pterodactyl wings uh, and just, I guess, normal hummingbird wings. Like I'm trying to see if I can hear any of that or like... Um, terrified screams of perhaps a dying animal or person because of said giant bee Mm -hmm. do other animals eat honey like in our current world yeah what eats honey um if you say bears i'm gonna lose it because that's really funny 
I mean, bears yeah. do eat honey. They all, I, I, Although I think the bears actually mostly attack beehives to get to the grubs because it's really high in protein, but they yeah. also eat the honey because it's sweet. Uh, honey badgers also eat hives of bees. Um, lots of birds eat bees. So I think I'm looking for animals that like honey. Like I'm looking for those tracks as well. Mm. So like a honey badger, like crawls on the floor it doesn't crawl what's it walks it walks on the floor. slithers it doesn't slither it has feet <laughs> honey badger don't give a fuck um that's timely <laughs> <laughs> i'm a cool person who's up with the times any hoosie i'm also looking for tracks like those sorts of tracks. I guess I guess bear tracks, but I think what you end up finding is there is a small stream um and it's there it's got like a rocky bed. Um these big gray um stones kind of jut out of the earth and create this this little thin stream, this little creek. And on the other side of the creek uh, in the stone is a is a big hole. I'd say like a big enough for a very large bee. Big enough for a very large bee to okay. crawl through. So you, there's this there's this big hole that uh, looks like it could be the burrow of the speckled bee. Cool. I have a couple options. Option one, I go into the burrow. Seems like a stupid idea. The bee could be there, and then you're trapped in a cave with the bee. Mm-hmm. Or the bee could not be there, but coming in there. And then you're still trapped in a cave with a bee. But I also don't want to waste my time staking out that cave if it's not the bee cave. So I, Diana, have never spent much time around bees for, I feel, very logical reasons. But do beehives and raw honey like that, does it have a smell? Because honey that you buy in the plastic containers has a smell. Uh, Yeah, I would imagine. Right? Yeah. All right. So here's what I do. I am going to make my way towards that cave. I am checking to see if I smell honey. I will make a roll. Should that be necessary? Uh, Yeah. Give me a dex plus int. Okay. And this is going to be a evaluation test. Seven. Okay. Uh, yeah, you you start coming up on the you like cross the stream and uh, approach the cave, and you can smell like the strong sweet scent of honey coming from this this den. Perfect. So I'm not gonna go in it then because I can smell the honey. Feel pretty confident that it's the honey that belongs to this crazy SB. I am. Not even a little bit interested about being stuck in a cave with the bee. There could be some benefits to being stuck in a cave with the bee, but that's the bee's home territory, and I'm not ready for that yet. Okay. I'm not ready. What are the benefits of being stuck in a hole with a bee? Well, depending on how tight tight the mm. hole, like it can't fly away. It probably couldn't turn around and maneuver, but I feel like if it's making honey, then at some point it widens. And is big enough for the bee to sting the shit out of me in its own home territory. No goddamn thank you. Okay. No thank you. I want to set up a trap. But all I have is a monk's spade, a hand axe, and some rope. And two kobolds. 
and two useless kobolds. I counted them as one thing. I'm listing things off on my fingers, and I counted the two useless kobolds as one. The one has magic. Hold on. Maybe there's something with the magic. Yeah, I I think Akraya's like, is is this it? I believe so. We need to set ourselves up in a strategic way so that we can get this bee. And then you see Marion kind of squat down and start looking maybe muttering to herself a little bit like you can see she's trying to like plan mm-hmm. i think akraya uh kind of like looks across the stream at this hole and she goes uh is it is it inside is it inside right now do you think it's inside uh, she, she she shrugs and i also shrug at her <laughs> i don't know if it's inside she goes well i could cast uh uh what's that spell what's that spell she has so she has the the cicada chorus. Mm-hmm. I think she says, I could cast Briar Nano and surround the entrance with thorns to catch it. You could. But if we need to go that way, then you've en- encased us as well. Why would we go in the why would we go in the den? I'll cast Briar Nono. You get the bee to come out, and then the thorns will catch it. So while Akrae is saying that, Marin's just staring at her. <laughs> just not blinking, just staring. That sounds like a fine plan, Akrea. Unless the bee's not in there and we need to go in for some reason. I don't understand. Why would we need to go in? I don't know, Akrea. Let me think. And then she like, she's still crouching. So she kind of just like, crouches and turns her back to her like hobbles sorry where were you imagining the two of you were having this conversation the hole is across the stream right yeah we did not cross the stream yet okay as the two of you are having this conversation Mm -hmm. sorrel has crossed the stream (sighs) and is approaching the den (laughs) with her uh with her makeshift sword drawn okay cool so i'm imagining that we noticed that right as I was just telling Akraya, like, I don't know why we might need to go in there, right? I look at Akraya, I point to Sorrel, and I go, I don't know, why might we need to go in there? <laughs> I'm, like, very exaggerated. I don't know, why might we need to? And Akraya looks, follows your pointing, and she goes, Sorrel, don't, what are you doing? And Sorrel goes, I'm going to get the bee. And just then... From the den, you hear this. Okay. So I look at Akraya and I like hit her and I'm like, go, go. Uh, and I think Sorrel is looking at the sound and she like cocks her head. And then suddenly this, I think you, she sees, I think all of you see the head of this huge um, hornet kind of appear from inside this burrow. I'm still hitting a cry out. I'm like, go, go, cast your spell. And uh, Sorrel starts running back towards the two of you. And Akraya raises up her staff and utters some magic words in Draconic and swings her staff as the bee is like coming out of the, out of the den. And as it's, as it's coming out, these, these huge thorny, 
vines kind of spring up from in between the rocks and kind of entangle the bee. And it is, it's trapped in these uh, vines for a moment. And this is a huge bee. It's about, uh, let's say like five, five and a half feet long, maybe two, three feet across at the abdomen. No, like two feet across at the abdomen. Big bee. So bigger than everyone here. Is it bigger than you? Is it bigger than Marin? I don't imagine Marin to be terribly big. Um, She's not short. She's not little like Sam was little, but she's not terribly big. And she's like been working for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I think that's going to start combat probably unless you are trying to flee from this or something. No, I'm not trying to flee. This is this huge bee is like torn uh, is caught up in these vines. um, And it is this black bee with white speckles all around it. And it's got these big wings that are beating uh, and buzzing really loudly against the uh, the vines. And it's kind of like struggling to get out of the vines. And I think uh, Akrea just has her staff out and she's like, what do, what do we do? Marin? Marin, what do we, Marin, what do we do? It's, it's much bigger than I expected. We attack. Kobolds have a breath weapon. Yes, they do. And I'm reading Briar no- Nonu, and it doesn't say that... I want to make sure that I'm understanding this correctly. So, Akreya, Akreya can't use her breath weapon, but Sorel could. Why Why do you think that? Because she's holding her staff. It was the only reason that I thought maybe she couldn't use it. Oh. it d- because Briar Nunu doesn't say that she can't use magic, but she's holding her staff. So oh, that would oh no, no. Yeah, yeah. She can cast magic. I think since she just did something... I'm not expecting them to do... I'm not expecting either of them to do anything right now. I just wanted to know what the option was. Yeah, no, she can still... She can uh, cast magic while uh, Briar Nono is cast. Yes. So they both could. Yeah. Because those are... Their breath weapon is distance. Mm Mm-hmm. They don't have to be up close. All right. So we're rolling for initiative, right? Yes, we are. Okie dokie. Question. Is Sorrel in the target area? Sorel is yes in the fr- I think Sorel is in the front row at the start of this and um, so then she receives the negative two penalty for Briar Nono. Oh, that's a good point. Does Nuno. she get caught in the Nuno? No, 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 no. But there's it's non no is how it's spelled. It's no no Briar Nono. Is that just because that's how you pronounce that's it? That's how I'm gonna pronounce it. Okay, Briar Briar Nono. No. Because it's saying no no. But it, no, it's saying non-no. No, it's saying no-no. It's because it's tying you up. So it's no-no-no. All right, whatever. No-no-no. Briar no-no. Briar says no-no. negative two. To everyone in the area. Yeah. Um, in the target in the target area. I'm assuming that we are not in the target area. But uh, but Sorrel was crossing the river and you, or the stream, and you said that they were already making their way back. Yeah, I'm going to say it does catch, I'm going to say it catches uh, Sorrel a little bit. Okay. So it's going to affect her initiative as well. Okay. So, rolling for an initiative. This dex plus int. Can I read you numbers and then you can help me figure this out? Yes, I can. Akreya is three. That's not great. No, it's not. Uh, Sorel is a five, but that's before the minus. Okay. So she's also down to a three. Marin is... Nine. Okay. So I think we have both uh, the bee and 
Sorrel are in the front area. Acrea is in the back area. And you can start Marin. Since Marin's like well prepared for whatever's going on, you can start her in the front area or start her in the back area. One day I'll remember that I have robust and I can add one to my condition checks just by being robust. One day I'll remember that. Do you want to just up you know, up your condition to eight? No. That f- feels like cheating at this point. Well, I'm so proud of you. That it feels like cheating? <laughs> I would I would definitely I would give that to you, but if if it feels like cheating then it just feels like cheating. Okay. You wouldn't give it to me if I had had a nine. I would give it to you if you had a nine. No, it just feels like cheating. Just one day I'll remember. <laughs> Here's the thing. I want to attack, but I have to get all up in its business mm-hmm. to attack. I think instead I'm going to move closer to Sorrel. I'm going to move to the front area. I think I was in the back area and I'm going to move to the so front So you're area. spending this turn moving to the front area? Yeah, so that I can defend Sorrel while Sorrel, hopefully, this is hopefully, while Sorel and Acrea use their breath to attack it. I don't want to get close unless I have to. Okay. Do you want to, well, then do you want to just uh, use this turn to defend then? I'm, nothing's happening to her right now. Yeah. So if you defend, your defense goes up by one. And also you can choose that if the enemy attacks, you can ch- choose to force the attack to hit you. Oh, then yes. So front. I'm defending. Okay, cool. So then I was I was front and I'm defending. Cool. So yeah, uh, you want to describe what that looks like as you kind of like charge forward into the like the stream that's kind of being overcome with these brambles. Um, I think you see Marin running while grabbing her the two parts of her monk's blade because you know she keeps them separated. Mm-hmm. You see her running, grabbing them from her back and clipping them in front of her Cool. as she arrives in front of Sorrel. And she's in front of Sorrel. Nice. Picture, like, the water splashing up next to her and there's, like, chaos everywhere. And then, like, you, maybe, this, like maybe the sight is obscured for a quick second because there's so much water and then she's just standing in front of you with the... With her monk spade, like angry, and I think it's the the um, crescent side up. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Ryutama was designed by Atsuhiro Okada and translated into English by Matt Sanchez and Andy Kitkowski. You can find more out about Ryutama at kotohi.com. We want to thank Zach B., our editor and producer. If you didn't hear Diana stumbling over her words or making silly mom jokes or just nonsense, thanks, Zach B. Thanks, Zach B. We also want to thank In Love with the Ghost for the use of their song Chilling at Nemo's Place off of the album Healing. You can find In Love with the Ghost at inlovewiththeghost.bandcamp.com. Please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever the cool kids get their podcasts. It means a lot to us and it would really help other people to find us. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HeartPointsPod. Please follow us and join us for discussion about RPGs and podcasts, and make sure to share us with everyone you know, especially your RPG-loving friends. Thank you so much to our patrons whose support keeps the show going. If you would like to become a patron of the show, find us at patreon.com forward slash heartpointspod. You can directly support the show and help us to maintain it and better it every week while getting cool rewards like access to our patron-only Discord, a monthly bonus pod, and other things. Sometimes Diana participates. 
Every dollar helps. Thanks. <laughs> Participates in what? In the Discord. I'm terrible at social media, guys. I'm oh, sorry. I am also... Listen, don't, we shouldn't... <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm just saying, like, that's a bonus that you get, is that you might actually get to interact with me sometimes. Yeah. Because I'm terrible at social media. I am also... I mean, we're all just getting through right now. <laughs> it's been seven months of rough times. Uh, but we very much want to thank our patrons who have made this difficult time tolerable and allowed us to keep the show going during this tough time. I honestly think we would have folded heart points over the last seven months if it wasn't for our patrons. And this episode, we would like to thank two of our patrons specifically. Thank you very much to Sean Tompkin and Mikey Ham for your support. Uh, thank you both for being there and helping us out and, and supporting the show and keeping the show going. Thank you so much, Sean and Mikey. And thank all of you for listening and for joining us in our adventure today. We hope that as you return back to the real world, that you continue to have a very nice day. But like, a very, very nice one.